Well, it's great to see you this morning. My name's Gareth Lowe. I'm one of the ministers here. And we're in weeks four of five in our series on the Lord's Prayer called How You Should Pray. Uh, So far, we've seen that we have a heavenly father, that Jesus tells us we have a heavenly father. And so we, as uh, God's family, have a shared prayer to the Lord of all. We saw surprisingly in our second week that our Father's honor is our greatest need. The most important thing for everyone here is that God is honored. But we also saw last week that God meets our every need, physical, relational. We finished the prayer, which finishes in Matthew chapter 6, verse 13. But Jesus carries on speaking. It flows naturally into verses 14 and 15, and that's what we're looking at today. And in those verses, Jesus explains the tricky bit in the prayer that says, forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. Do this in the way that we've done something. Here's the headline message for today. And if you've got a sheet in front of you, you can write these words in. Here's the message for today. And it's going to appear on the screen, I think. Our Father's family forgives. That's the headline message for us all this morning. Our Father's family forgives. Or... Our Father's family forgives. And if you fill that in, you can see there are lines next to each one of those words, Father, family, and forgives. And from now on, every time I say any of those words, you keep a little mark. And you can come and tell me how many times I say it. I don't know how many times I'm going to say it, so you can tell me something that I don't know at the end of the sermon. I once met someone, I'm going to call them Sam. Sam grew up with a mum who wasn't very loving. And when mum was there, mum didn't really care. It was a sad childhood for Sam. Sam is now grown up. Sam's an adult. Sam's successful. If you met Sam, you think, oh, what a great person. But Sam carried this sadness relationship with mum. They saw each other maybe once a year, maybe at Christmas, and it wasn't. It wasn't nice, because all the memories of how mum hadn't been loving were so present. And mum never said sorry, never said sorry. Sam hoped that mum would, but mum didn't. And then one day, uh, Sam's mum got very poorly, and the doctor told mum that there wasn't long left. So Sam started seeing mum more often, because there wasn't long to go. And Sam hoped, deep down, that mum might one day, before the end, say, I've been doing some thinking, and I'm sorry. But Sam's mum never did that. And Sam's mum died. And there was no forgiveness. Maybe that's a bit like your story this morning. Maybe you recognize something in that. And when you come to passages like this one, and you hear, our father's family forgives, you think, how? How can I forgive someone who's hurt me that badly? who never once said sorry, who even when I said, look, this this hurt me, they just shrugged, they blamed me or excused themselves, but they never said sorry. How can I forgive them? That's painful. That's impossible, isn't it, to forgive someone like that? Well, as those words go down, I'm going to pray before we move on. Heavenly Father, forgiveness is difficult. We pray for your help now as we hear Jesus' words that you would help us not only to put these things into practice, but to do so with a sense of joy, because you are graciously working in our lives. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.
All right, have a look at the verses. Chapter 6, verse 14. They're so plain. You can't make them say anything else. What does Jesus say? If you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Do you get that? So if you forgive, you'll be forgiven. And in case we think, oh, but what if we don't? Jesus tells us. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not, not forgive your sins. So Jesus says, if we do not forgive other people, our Heavenly Father will not forgive us. It's so clear, isn't it? You can't make it say anything else. What do we do with that? Do you find those verses challenging? I think you should. If you don't, you don't really understand them. Jesus makes it very clear. Here's where we're going. We're going to see what forgiveness is, firstly. We're going to see what forgiveness is, and then we're going to see briefly what forgiveness isn't. So what Jesus is talking about, what he isn't talking about, and then we're going to think, how do we do this? How do we put it into practice in our lives? And then we're going to finish by asking God for help, because we cannot do this on our own. How on earth could we put these verses into practice? How can we have the heart to do so? All right, firstly, what is forgiveness? Uh, Nathaniel, if you could come up, I'm going to have a bit of help here. So we're going to we'll do a little drama. We've not practiced this, but we might win awards. It's going to be pretty good, I think. Come up on the stage. Come on, on the stage. Uh, Nathaniel, can I borrow a pound, please? Oh, yes. Thank you. Here's a nice shiny pound. I borrowed a pound. Because I owe Nathaniel now. I've written in advance an IOU. IOU one pound. I'm going to give that to Nathaniel. He's got my signature on it. It's now worth one pound. Because that bit of paper is my debt. Could you hold that up so people can just see it? This paper is my debt. All right? I've got a pound. But I've also got a debt. Nathaniel gave me a pound. I owe him some money. Now, let's say I spend this pound on a scotch egg or something like that. Brilliant. Love scotch eggs. All right, now Nathaniel has a debt and I don't have any money. So what happens? Well, lots of things could happen. But for this morning, we're going to see what forgiveness looks like. Nathaniel, please, can you forgive me? Okay. Oh, yeah, he said yes. Now, can you do that moment? Hold it up high and show us what we're going to do. Rip it up now. Keep going. Please keep going. Keep going. Do you see what Nathaniel's doing? Of his own free will, he's forgiving me. <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah, that's going to drop it on the floor. Like in the, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Friends, that is forgiveness. Thanks, Nathaniel. You can get it. That is forgiveness. Those bits of paper that you just saw ripped up and thrown on the floor, that is forgiveness. It is a choice, a moment of grace. Did I pay Nathaniel back 50p? No, I didn't pay him back anything. And yet he forgave me. He forgave me my debt, and, it, and it's ripped up. And you could come up here and you could tape it back together, right? But the debt is gone. I don't owe him anymore because he has graciously forgiven me. That is forgiveness. Maybe on the sheet you could draw a picture of that moment of it being ripped up. That's what forgiveness means. Ripping up, deciding not to hold it anymore. And it's not deserved. It's not deserved. It's a gift. All right, there are two words in the Lord's Prayer that begin with f. One is forgive, and the other is father. We have forgive, and we have father. I'd like someone maybe a bit younger to shout out, you're allowed to shout out, which word comes first in the prayer. Have a look if you're not sure which word comes first, forgive or father. Have a shout out. Have a look and have a shout. Father. Thank you. Father first. Father comes before forgive. That is hugely important. Hugely important. Jesus says when we come to God with our debts, what do we call him? God? Does he say we approach God like this? God, you are great, we are not, 
we have sinned, please forgive us. Now that we can call you Father because you've forgiven our sins, no, Jesus says we call him Father from the very beginning. That's what we are. We are God's children. We come to him and call him our Heavenly Father. So what kind of prayer is the Lord's Prayer? It's not a one-off prayer that, where we move from death to life. It's a day-to-day prayer. The Lord's Prayer is a day-to-day prayer. It's your bread and butter, as it were. You pray it every day. Give us today our daily bread. And that shows us what the forgiveness is, the debts. It's the debts of yesterday, since I last prayed this prayer. Father, forgive me for the things I've done wrong since I last prayed to you. It's a day-to-day thing. Forgiveness ripped up. But at the same time, it's not equal, is it? Who is our father? Is he a father on earth? No, he's the father in heaven. So my debt with him is not equal as your debt to me. Let me put it this way, right? If I kicked a cat right now, what would you think? That's bad, right? Kicking cats is bad. But what if I kicked the king? Which is worse? Now, I know we like cats. But really, what is worse? What is the worst crime? Kicking cats is bad. Kicking the king is worse, isn't it? You can't kick the king. The Bible says we are all those who have kicked the king. We are all those who kick the king, the father in heaven. We turn against him. We don't love him. We don't treat the things that he's given us well. And we are with the cats. We've been kicked too, and it hurts, and it's not unimportant. Kicking cats is wrong. But we are not the king, and we have kicked the king. So when I ask God to forgive me as I forgive other people, that's not the same debt. Someone hurting me, they've only hurt me. Or as I've sinned against the king of heaven. All right, let's think about this a bit more. In our first week, we were thinking about a little girl and her relationship with her daddy. Just thinking of how good that is. When it, when it works really well, what our heavenly father is like. So just imagine this little girl now, right? She's, she's picked up her daddy's watch, a really expensive watch, and she's playing with it. She knows she shouldn't. He's asked her not to play with it. It's a gift from someone who loved him, but she's playing with it, and she's admiring it, and then suddenly it slips, and ksh, oh, no. Have you ever done something like that? Oh, you just feel that, oh, in the pit of your stomach. Oh, no. And she's really sad. He knows, she knows he loves the watch, and she can hear him coming, and she's just getting ready to say, Daddy, I'm so sorry. I know I shouldn't, and I've done it. Please, will you forgive me? But just before he comes in, her little brother comes in through a different door. Oh, no. What's he holding? Her favorite coloring book. And what page is it turned to? Her favorite page that she's been saving until last. And what's he done? He's taken a Sharpie, and he's just gone like this. He's not just gone over the lines a little bit. He's gone way beyond the lines. The lines are like a dot to him. He's colored it. You've ruined it, she says. And he says... Sorry. Pause the story there. Have a think. Should she say, I forgive you to him? Because daddy's coming and she's going to say to daddy, I'm really sorry for the watch. But her brother's ruined her favorite picture. And he's saying, sorry. Should she forgive him? What do you think? Just, Just answer that in your heart. What do you think? Should she say, I forgive you to her little brother or not? I think we know the answer, don't we? Yeah. She should forgive him. It's not that the book isn't important. But she is someone who's going to say sorry. For asking for forgiveness to dad and offering forgiveness to her brother, they're linked. She can't say, no, I hate you for ruining my picture. Oh, daddy, please forgive me. 
She can't do that. Because if she does that, she doesn't really understand what she's asking her, her daddy about to forgive her. What's our main point this morning? Our headline, our father's family forgives. And that means we offer forgiveness as well as ask for it. So if that family we're thinking about is it like our father's family, then she will say to her brother, oh, yes, I forgive you. And then she'll turn to her daddy and say, Daddy, I broke your watch. I'm really sorry. Will you forgive me? And he'll say, oh, yes, I forgive you. That's what forgiveness is. Remember, it's a moment of grace. It's a moment of grace. So as we sum up this section, forgiveness is a moment of grace where we rip up the debt and we throw it away. But we remember, we are those who've kicked the king. It's not the same debt that we owed God as, we, as others owed us. And we make it our family habit, something we do with one another. I forgive you as I ask for forgiveness. All right, that's what forgiveness is. I want to move to a, a brief section now. What is forgiveness not? What is forgiveness not? I'm going to go through this quite quickly, but I think it's really important. I've got three F's that forgiveness isn't. Forgiveness is not fine. It's not forgotten, and it's not a feeling. It's not fine, it's not forgotten, and it's not a feeling. Firstly, fine. Maybe sometimes as Christians we feel pressure to downplay the debt. It's fine. It's fine. It's just my watch. It's fine. Oh, it's just a coloring book. It's fine. Fine. We maybe find it easy to downplay other people's debts. The daddy would say, it's just a coloring book. Silly. This was an expensive watch. It's fine. It's fine. It's not fine. If someone owes you a debt, it's not fine. It matters. If someone's hurt you, it's not fine. If someone has abused you, it's not fine. It's not okay. It may be complicated. There may be other factors, but it is not fine. We are under no pressure to downplay the debt in the first place. Forgiveness does not mean saying, oh, it didn't matter in the first place. It's not fine. Secondly, it's not forgotten. Maybe you've heard that. Maybe you've heard Christians should forgive and forget. If someone does tell you that, just ask them, where in the Bible does it tell us to forget? Where does it tell us to forget the debts? I don't think it does. If you show me that, great. I've now got something to work on. But we don't control our memory. Let's face it, there are plenty of things we'd like to forget, right? If we could just delete the memory, that'd be brilliant. But you can't forget it. If you and I were like, we were cooking next to each other on a church weekend away, and I was being a bit silly with slapdash, and I cut your hand, yeah, maybe it'll heal over, maybe there'll be a scar, maybe you'll forgive me, but you'll never forget, like, oh, where did that come from? You can't forget a debt. Forget that it occurred in the first place. And if you forgive it, that doesn't mean you've forgotten it. You can still see the paper, as it were, but that reminds me that I've actually forgiven it. And finally, a feeling. Do you think forgiveness is a feeling? Uh, the Oxford English Dictionary does. I looked it up. Forgive in the Oxford English Dictionary is basically stop feeling angry. Wow. Stop feeling something? Could you choose to stop feeling something? Really? If the debt was enormous? Because that's not a moment of grace anymore. If you've worked down the feeling so it's gone, you've actually done the fine thing and it doesn't matter anymore. You're not forgiving something that hurts. Feelings may last a lot longer. Nathaniel may feel that debt for a long time, but he has forgiven we don't control our emotions, although, again, we might like to at times. So what is forgiveness not? It's not fine. It's not forgotten. It's not a feeling. It's a moment of grace, a decision to rip up the debt. Okay, how do we put this into practice then? How do we do this? Well, happily for me, we've been going through the Lord's Prayer each week, encouraging each other to be in the habit of praying. So that's the main application for today. Keep praying the Lord's Prayer. Keep praying it. 
But now we can pray knowing a bit more what it means to ask, forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. Keep praying. Can we make a habit of forgiveness, of asking for and offering forgiveness? Make that a habit. And that's particularly with the people we live alongside. Maybe the people in your house, like your housemate, or a colleague at work, or people at church. Has anyone at church ever incurred a debt with you? I'm sure. If you've been here long, if you've been here long enough, you've had that. All right. We've got the children in this morning, and this is a particular question as we think about looking after children, whether as a parent or a carer or a YPAC leader. And kids, I'd be interested. You can just nod or shake your head. Should we oblige a child to say sorry? Right, when the daddy comes in, and let's say the little brother hadn't said sorry, should the daddy say, you need to say sorry? And if he does say sorry, should the parent, should the dad oblige the little girl to say, I forgive you? What do you think? Do you like being told you should say sorry and you should forgive? Is that easy? What, should we oblige it? If it happens in your Y-plat class, if one kid shoves another, what, what do you do? Well, I'm not going to give a blanket rule. But can we see from here it's a great thing to encourage? How do we start? Guys, our father's family forgives. And we don't make it fine. We don't forget it. We can say, do you know what? Forgiveness is the thing that I find hardest in the whole world. I was once angry with someone for ages, and it was really hard to forgive. And I had to pray for God to help me. Why don't we pray together now? We don't need to force a child to perform the words of sorry or I forgive you. But we can encourage it, can't we? Because in our father's family, we forgive. Not because it's easy, but because Jesus it tells us this is the best way to live. All right, that's the, um, that's the what do we do for obliging a sorry or I forgive. And the day-to-day. But what about... Sam's story at the beginning, that huge debt. Maybe some of you have a huge, huge debt. Someone owes you big time. And maybe they won't say sorry, even though you've asked them. Maybe they can no longer say sorry. What do you do with that debt? What do you do with it? Well, if you've been carrying it for a long time, can I suggest you try and get some help? Go to your small group leader. Go to an elder. And not to gossip, you can start really, really simply in almost no detail at all. I've been carrying this burden, this debt for a long time. Someone owes me and it hurts. Please will you pray with me? Just start really simple. Bit by bit. Not to gossip, but to head towards forgiveness by Christ's help. And by the way, I'm mindful of the children being in, so I don't want to go on longer than, um, well, I don't want to go on too long. Maybe you've already thought I've gone over that line already. But if that, someone does come to you with those kind of things, that they'd like some help, please um, chat to me. I had a few thoughts I wanted to share if that uh, does happen to you and you want to help a friend. Because there are some pitfalls as we listen to someone and we want to know how we can help them best. All right, but let's say you've been working on this huge debt to forgive. You need to forgive someone else. You've been working on it. And let's say you get ready to actually forgive it. What do you do? How do you forgive a debt? particularly if that person's not there to speak to. Well, the Bible doesn't prescribe what it looks like. But can I suggest one idea? Just a suggestion. Why not set fire to it? Why not? Get as many sides of A4 as you need, and you write out that debt. You write out who it is, and when it was, and what they did. Everything that comes to mind, every moment. You write down how it made you feel, and what it's, the impact has been on your life. You write down about those times you asked them to say sorry, and they didn't. 
you write that all down before God. And when it is there, when the debt is in front of you and you say, yes, this is it, why not find a safe place and set it on fire and watch it burn and pray, Father, I forgive this person, but it's really hard. Please, would you help me? In this moment of grace, which has come from you, please help me that I wouldn't carry the wounds, that they wouldn't be open. If you're a child listening to this and think, oh, great, I've been told to set something on fire. No, that's not the case. Please speak to a responsible adult. There are lots of different ways of doing it. But let's find a way before God to say, yes, I am, I'm ripping this up. I'm saying goodbye to it. How? Seriously, how could you do that? How on earth could Sam ever forgive mum? How on earth? Let me ask you a different question. Was it easy for God to forgive you? Was it easy for God to forgive me, to forgive the sins of all his people? What did it cost God to rip up our debts? It wasn't fine. It wasn't fine. It cost him his son. We talk about Jesus dying on the cross a lot, don't we, at church? And you might think, is there something else? Well, there's loads of things. But Jesus dying on the cross, it's incredible. Because there, God said, I'm giving you my most precious thing, my own son. And he is dying to offer you life, to offer you forgiveness. In probably the clearest moment of grace, no, I'm going to say definitely the clearest moment of grace ever, what did Jesus cry out? about forgiveness as he was hanging on the cross, literally dying for the sins of you and me. What did he cry out? Father, forgive. Forgive the people that are killing me, Jesus said. Forgive them. Can you imagine something more obvious of God than that? Can you imagine something more costly than that? It was not easy for God to say, oh yeah, I forgive you. Off you go. It cost him his son. Father, forgive. And Christ bore in himself the cost of my debts and yours. We are those who've kicked the king, and he prayed for those who were killing the king. That, my friends, that is the only chance you or I ever have of being able to forgive anyone else. Forgiveness is not a a willpower thing, a moment of, yes, I'm really strong now, I'm going to forgive. No, forgiveness is a moment of looking to Jesus who died on the cross and saying, he is the strong one. He is the loving one. He is the one who forgave me. Lord, by your spirit, help me to forgive. Help me to forgive. Forgiveness isn't cheap. I do just want to say a word to you if you're not a Christian here this morning. If you're not a Christian here this morning, God is not your heavenly father. Jesus came to offer that relationship between you and God. But until you accept it, you are not in his family. Uh, someone once mentioned to me, uh, I don't really know anything about this person, they're a bloke and they occasionally park in Harpenden in a church car park. That's all I know about this person. They might be here today. Welcome if you are. And this guy would say, oh, God will forgive me. I'm, I'm not using, he wasn't using the church, he was doing it for something else. God will forgive me, that's his job. Have you heard that sort of thing? Have you thought that sort of thing? Yeah, God's kind of in the forgiving business, isn't he? It's kind of his trade. Now, of course, that's a joke, right? On one level, it's just a joke. But on another level, just check your heart. Do you think forgiveness is cheap? God says it isn't. We are those who kick the king, kick against him. It's not cheap. And Jesus says to us, if you want forgiveness, are you forgiving others? And when we think about how hard it is to forgive others, we'll realize 
just what it is we expect God to do for us. We have a huge debt with him, and he's asking us to cancel a few small ones. Wonderfully, God doesn't ask us to do what he hasn't already done. Isn't that the mark of a great leader? Someone who asks you to do something they've already done? They do. Because Jesus would be well within his rights, as it were, to call out from heaven right now and say to me, Oh, preaching are you, Gareth? You, who just yesterday did that, who just this morning thought, aren't you glad that Jesus doesn't do that in your life and mine? Call out your debts, stick them back together and wave them in front of your face. Aren't you glad that instead they are forgiven? They are forgiven and they are gone as far as the east is from the west. He's buried them under the sea. They are gone and you will never face them again because Jesus faced them for you. See, forgiveness in the Lord's Prayer, it is God's will. It is God's will that you forgive, that I forgive, and that he forgives. It is his kingdom coming as you, by God's grace, forgive those who sin against you. It is God's name being honored as you, finally, with his help, say before him, I forgive that person. That honors him. That, that must be of God, right? It's not of anyone else. It's not of the world. It only comes from him. In our father's family, we forgive. Why? Because our father forgives. Our father forgives. That's the surprise. That's the shock as we wrap up. It's not that God asks us to forgive others. The shock is that he forgives us. And that is the wonderful news that if you're a Christian this morning, you are forgiven. And that is how you might forgive others. And if you don't trust in Jesus, what a brilliant day to enter the kingdom, to be forgiven, and to start making this your daily prayer. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you very much for your help this morning. I'm conscious of that. Thank you for helping the younger ones sit so well. And for all of us, Father, would we be those who forgive freely? We know it isn't easy, but we pray that we would forgive freely because you freely forgave us. And for those of us, Father, who carry the biggest debts and the biggest hurts, please, we pray for grace upon grace. In Jesus' name, amen.